Hi, this is Bianca. And this is Anna. And welcome back to another episode of Girl Talk Mondays. Mondays. So in this week's episode, Anna uh, <laughs> Anna is here. Yes, thank you very much for introducing me. Yes. <laughs> Anna is back, and in this week's episode, we're both going to talk about our Fashion Week experience. Yes. Now that Fashion Month is over, for those who don't know, Fashion Month is all through September, and Mm -hmm. it's twice a year, so we have September shows, and then February and March shows. Mm -hmm. So this Fashion Week season was spring-summer 20, Yeah. and um, it starts with New York, and then London, Milan, and Paris. So now that the season is all over, and we've been to a few of them for, mm-hmm. yeah, both of us, we thought we would talk about our experience and answer some questions all mm-hmm. about Fashion Week, kind of like a beginner's guide to Fashion Week, and yeah. why we go, what kind of shows we're loving at the moment, mm-hmm. trends we've seen, um, and everything from like how an influencer goes to Fashion Week and why. Yeah. We did a similar one, actually, last, last, season, yeah, last season in February, where we both went to London Fashion Week together, did a lot of similar shows, um, got to write in a Maserati as well, and that, that was, was a fun. really cool experience. So, that was yeah. so long ago. I feel like it was so long ago, yeah. but it was like six months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. But it, everything has changed. Yeah, everything has completely changed. changed. So dramatic. Yeah, this Fashion Week season was so different for both of us. And yeah, for yeah, sure. so different from February as always. Mm-hmm. I always feel like September is a bit more of a bigger deal in the yeah. fashion industry, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's also because it's warmer outside and people feel like they actually want to go mm-hmm. and enjoy the time. Yeah, they feel like they want to go to lots of events and make the most yeah. out of it. Yeah, and people are also coming out of summer and they're ready for a new season. Yeah. In winter, it's more like, okay, we're still here, we're waiting for summer, we're waiting for Mm -hmm. spring, but now we're looking at winter clothes again. Yeah, exactly. So nobody's even excited about it. Right, that's true, that's true. Yeah, oh, but maybe we should talk about the structure of Fashion Week as well, like why they show um, in opposing seasons, kind Mm -hmm. of. Yeah, definitely. Because it's a bit confusing. I remember when I started, I mean, when I was little, I was looking at magazines and stuff, and I could not understand why mm-hmm. they were showing spring summer clothes mm-hmm. when it was turning into the autumn winter season I was that's like, well, really true and mm-hmm. I feel like the industry is changing a little bit as well because some yeah. designers do offer like readily available clothes mm-hmm. for example I went to the Rixo show this London Fashion Week oh yeah and they were showing spring summer 20 but at the same time they were selling the collection that they just showed for they were yeah. selling it at their actual store in London oh it was already selling yes so exactly mm-hmm. all the all the pieces that you've seen on King's Road you could buy them on on their King's Road store exactly and so I feel like what they were doing was rather than doing like spring summer and very summery pieces they were doing it wasn't very summery no it wasn't it was more transitional yeah yeah because they wanted to appeal to the customer Mm -hmm. and so like that if because the thing is if you show especially on social media nowadays you're going to shows and you're instantly like programming things and sharing inspiration Mm -hmm. people don't really want to wait six months and be like oh yes I remember this gorgeous blouse from Valentino or I remember this Rixo dress yeah six months later they're going to forget it most likely because then there's a new thing that then there's a new thing that's in and trends as well you have to be really careful because Mm -hmm. trends can be in and out really quickly and and it gets knocked off too exactly Mm -hmm. so Zara Um, will start making it and yeah. then maybe you'll lose those clients that wanted to buy it in the first place. Yeah, 100%. So the more so. that brands can actually sell things immediately after showing, mm-hmm. the more it will, the hype will build up and, and yeah. it will last because customers can go and shop directly if they mm-hmm. see something. Because 
right now it's quite good if you're a buyer, for example, mm-hmm. and you're buying for the next season to sell to customers. Mm-hmm. But if you're a customer checking out the show online or through social media, like influencers, mm-hmm. then I mean, you don't have anywhere to buy it. And if right. you want to, the only you thing you can it, get yeah. from it is inspiration at this moment. Yeah, and I guess it's not very helpful for the different companies either. Yeah. I mean, if if they could be selling directly, I think, yeah, Tommy Hilfiger tried it out, but they stopped doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And there must be a reason for that. Because um, it's really difficult as well to produce right when you're ready to show. Yeah, that means yeah. you would have already had to do all the production, all, do everything. all the production before your collection comes out, mm-hmm. and that means you need to analyze and approximate how many sales you will get from it. Yeah, which you don't know yet, and also when you're. At the show, the buyers will put in orders afterwards when they go yeah. to showrooms as well, and exactly. that's when you kind of understand how much you need to like create, yeah, to create produce yourself and exactly. produce from your factories, and then that's a whole other ordeal. But right. so, do you think it's going to change? Do you think Fashion Week's going to change completely? I think it. I think it will start changing completely. I mean, it Slowly, has. Yeah. It has in the past, you know, ten years or so. Because even though I didn't, I wasn't involved in the fashion industry before then. Because obviously, I'm yeah. still quite young. <laughs> I mean, I was ten. No, <laughs> I was ten. Yeah, I was like twelve. Oh. I mean, from from what I've heard, it was so different because Fashion Week wasn't really open to a lot of like public faces. Let's say, yeah, yeah. And now there's a lot of celebrity level people, influencers, mm-hmm. YouTubers, like a lot more mm-hmm. public names mm-hmm. going to the fashion shows, and therefore mm-hmm. it's wide stream to the public. Everyone can see it. Whether yeah. they're not at the shows, they can see it on social media. Everything mm-hmm. is shared. But before, years ago, it was more of an industry thing. Yeah, like So everything closed. was quite closed off. You didn't yeah. really know like unless what was going to happen. Vogue. Yeah, unless yeah. you checked Vogue or interviews or things like that mm-hmm. and read about it. Otherwise, you were kind of, you know, not in the know about it unless, until the collection actually released. Mm-hmm. Which might have been time. more helpful for them, actually. That might have been more helpful. Yeah. But that's also why I feel like it will change for the customer. I feel like yeah. the shopping aspect of it is going to be see now by now i feel like mm-hmm. they've been talking about it for seasons but it's, it's just still, hard to do it's still very difficult to achieve because yeah uh, you know you need to put a lot of costs up front before you even know what buyers want to yeah buy your product and the materials are expensive it's mm-hmm. not like you're creating cheap clothing usually when right when so show. that's why it depends because maybe if you're a brand like let's say rixo because i know that they're selling in their store now mm-hmm they're more accessible. Mm-hmm. However, if you're a luxury or a couture brand, yeah, like uh, what, like the Dior show mm-hmm. or, or Valentino, Valentino, yeah. it will be a lot more difficult for you because it, your costly. pieces, yeah, are more costly, like as a one-off. Yeah, and the the time frame for production is going to be a lot longer, longer as well, especially for couture. Yeah, so you can't do rapid and return. Yeah. So I think it will but change. Even for Rixo, I feel like they already have... Because they don't really change their designs too much. Mm-hmm. They have like the same kind of silhouette and then they change the fabrics right. and the different patterns and different colors. Yeah. And it's actually such a good business model. It is. Because they can just keep putting stuff out and they can see, okay, this is working, this is not. I don't know mm-hmm. what their supply chain is like, but... Mm-hmm. If it's quite like a quick one, then they can just turn over pieces quicker. Yeah, and they already have the data on what their customers like. Yeah. So then they can do similar things with the different prints. Exactly. And it makes sense for them to do that. Yeah. And also a lot of their clientele are very much into social media and they're into like trends that are happening right now mm-hmm. and so of mm-hmm. course if they see something from them they don't want to lose out on those sales yeah because i feel like they're quite right young away. the customers but then mm-hmm. i feel like rixel customers start out quite young and then 
Yeah, they're all different ages, I think. Yeah, yeah, and then in their, like, I feel like it was something that started with younger people and then mm-hmm. in their 20s maybe, and then it went up into different age groups. Yeah, I agree. It's really I wearable. It's really wearable. They're doing a really good job. Yeah. So it'd be go interesting to see Rick's how it goes. Yeah. Exactly. So how do you get to go to Fashion Week? Yeah, so let's discuss that because yeah. there are so many ways to go to Fashion Week. So first mm-hmm. of all, if you're in the industry, it's so important to, you know, to attend these shows and to see yeah. what's going on. And also it's your job. It's a part of your job. Mm-hmm. So depending on what role you do in the fashion industry, you will mm-hmm. get to go. Mm-hmm. So maybe first let's speak about how we go as an influencer. Yeah. Because both of us attend shows as an influencer pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I haven't attended as anything else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because that's what we're in the industry for. We do fashion on social media. Mm-hmm. We're very present in that field and so it's kind of an honor to go to these shows to be invited by the brands yeah, it really to is. be able to see their collections mm-hmm. and then in return they get publicity on our pages so they have yeah. more of a reach so yeah. they'd want to invite us to be able to attract our reach so our mm-hmm. audience that loves our fashion and our style mm-hmm. will see the inspiration that we mm-hmm. you know go to the shows to see basically and we'll you know, Instagram my favorite looks or mm-hmm. show behind the scenes or maybe even wear the designer's clothes to the show. Yeah, and then it's like that, a billboard. Yeah, it's like a billboard of mm-hmm. inspiration. It's and a billboard so, that you're paying for very differently. Yeah. So you're paying for a seat. Uh, well, the person that goes, they get the seat, they get to see the show, they have mm-hmm. the honor to be involved with the brand and in return you get marketing. Exactly. So it's very strategic. And everything in the fashion industry, even though it might seem like fluff, it, it is everything is very strategic. Yeah. Like everything that happens, everything that goes on oh, behind 100%. the scenes. They wouldn't um, be able to waste a seat or a spot or time no. on something that wasn't worthwhile. Exactly. So everything, yeah, is very strategic. So the reason you go as an influencer, it's for marketing purposes and social uh-huh. media coverage. Mm-hmm. And then you also go as a buyer, so in the buying industry where I'm working in now. Mm -hmm. As a buyer, the purpose of going is so that you can also see the collection so that Mm -hmm. you know which pieces you want to buy for the next season. So when you're in buying, you will go to um, showroom appointments, actually, which happen afterwards, after the shows. They're more important. The shows are more for the aspect of entertainment and for having fun and to be able to get inspired by the collections but then you know designers they their catwalks are so quick there's only so much you can see Mm -hmm. so you can go exactly 10 minutes tops so you know the inspiration and the idea is there but then when you're actually going to buy the collection Mm -hmm. you'll want to go to the appointments to look at each piece in detail and look at the whole collection see if maybe like this beautiful skirt you've seen down the runway comes in different colors, mm-hmm. different fabrics. You'll yeah. really want to ask the brand in depth and mm-hmm. maybe even offer exclusive styles. Like Netta mm-hmm. Porter, they have lots of exclusive styles with different brands. Mm-hmm. And that's something that can be discussed afterwards. So that's why it's so important to go... Well, I mean, showrooms is an essential part of a buyer's job. Mm-hmm. But then the fashion week as well, it's more of an... I would say, like, an honor as well. It's like an elitist kind of thing. It's also to be able to say, you know, you're invited by the brand because they really value the the time and the money Mm -hmm. you've spent in building up their brand on your platform. Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. Like, Browns buyers, Nana Porta buyers, Matches Fashion. They'll all be invited by the brands because of how well their brand is performing Mm -hmm. on the site. Or because they would like to get into it. Yeah. And so they invite you for that reason and then you can go as well as a PR 
Yeah, you could. I think this is less... Like, social media, you would go to cover your shows from a company perspective. Right. So usually you don't go... Unless you're from, like, business of fashion or a page like that, you don't really go to other people's shows. You Mm -hmm. just cover your own show. Yeah, exactly. the social media sphere. Yeah, and similar in wholesale. You attend Fashion Week, but it's very different because you don't go to a wide range of shows. You'll be there, but representing your brand. Yeah, so you'd be at the different showrooms and Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Exactly, trying to sell to clients. So everyone really goes to Fashion Week if you're in the fashion industry. But it's just done very differently depending on your role. For example, merchandisers. I'm really sorry to anyone who wants to be a merchandiser, but you don't really get to do a lot. You just get to sit behind the scenes a little bit and do some some work. (laughs) I mean, merchandising is such an important role in the fashion industry. Yeah, it really is. It's how you sell the brand. Like the buyers, merchandisers and buyers work really closely together. And before I went into the industry, I wasn't that... Um, like I didn't really understand that well what was the difference between the two mm-hmm. but they work so closely together and the buyers will buy the product the merchandisers will sell the product yeah you know that's kind of an easy way to explain it yeah and so what all their job is the numbers and the crunching the data once the collections are in and trying to get the most out of the sales mm-hmm. but it's more of a buyer's job to go and see the collections they're the ones that are they're able to understand taste they're able to understand their customers behavior yeah And that's just more of what their involvement is about. So Mm -hmm. when you want to work in fashion, knowing what all the roles entails Mm -hmm. is super important because if you're someone that really wants to be involved in the scene and go out and meet lots of people, you'll choose maybe like PR or maybe buying or social media. If you're someone that really is like an analytical freak and really loves fashion (laughs) but i mean but loves numbers because merchandisers you sit on numbers all day long that's true yeah so you you need to to really love the analytics behind it yeah then you'll go for something different yeah because also there's a space where people don't probably want to go to these shows and be Mm -hmm. be you know meeting people all the time and it's a very specific job because it can be very draining as well yeah if it, you're running around be. all the time. And most of the time you're working weekends as well because fashion mm-hmm. weeks go over the week, but also over the weekend. It's like always during the weekend. It's always. So but if you, you end love up it, going. it's like, yeah. you know, Disneyland. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. It's my favorite time of the year. I love yeah, September. Amazing. I think September is my favorite month because yeah. of fashion week. I love September too. And I couldn't imagine going through a September without going to any shows. Mm-hmm. I've been going now for how many maybe like six or seven seasons that's a lot yeah because two seasons a year yeah yeah and i've been going for the past almost since i started to be honest yeah yeah maybe i didn't have as great shows at the beginning but i've always wanted to be involved in it so i would try to get events here and there or see up and coming designers Mm -hmm. or try to get involved as much as possible because Mm -hmm. i really felt like that's the right place for me. I get so inspired with all mm-hmm. the energy from meeting different people, from mm-hmm. seeing new collections. Yeah, me too, yeah. So it's it's a really fun industry to be in. Yeah, I love meeting new people. The only thing about Fashion Week is that sometimes it can be very stressful for your own, like, well-being. Yeah. Because there's so much going on at the same time. Yeah. And uh, it's just really, it can be really hard to keep up. Oh my god, I mean, the, the London Fashion Week, yeah. for me, this season was the most was intense I've ever been doing like I did it for I would say like three days but Friday was more of like an evening for me and Mm -hmm. then Saturday and Sunday I was non-stop Mm -hmm. I think I've had I think on Sunday I had like seven shows but I could only make it to five because of back-to-back things yeah yeah. I didn't even get time to like 
have food during the day, mm -hmm. which this is the thing with Fashion Week. It's so difficult to manage your schedule because you want to see everything. But you have to get everywhere as you well. You have to get That's everywhere the at the same yeah. time. You have to yeah be really quick. Sometimes go change outfits, get shots in between. Yeah, yeah. How do you even do that? That's like where you actually need an assistant. Yeah, that is something that would be helpful. <laughs> yeah, that is actually when you need an assistant or someone mm -hmm. that's going to the exact same shows as you. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't usually Or to happen. have a driver. Yeah. Or something that can help you manage your time because it can be really draining. Yeah, and really stressful. Mm -hmm. So let's ask another question about mm -hmm. who contacts you as an influencer to go to events? Yeah, And basically, why would you be asked? Um, basically for influencers, it's mainly PR mm -hmm. or the actual brand itself. Yeah. Uh, the PR of the brand or PR that takes care of brands. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Do you have any others? I would say, well, yeah, I agree with that. And also maybe like behind the scenes because oh, yeah. I've been invited to two shows during London Fashion Week. Do you want to talk about how that goes when you go behind the scenes and why you go behind the scenes? Yeah, I've been invited to go backstage with Code Aid Beauty for two brands during London Fashion Week. So Amelia Weekstead and David Coma. And there was actually one other one which I didn't make it to, which was Shalayan. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't make it because of the back-to-back -back schedule. Yeah, it's crazy. But the brand invited me backstage for the three of them because Code Aid Beauty, their makeup line, and they do a lot of like B2B, so a lot of mm. business to business. Yeah. So doing the makeup during shows from for the models, is such a big thing for them yeah so they invited a select few number of influencers I think there were like 10 of us every time yeah to go backstage to see the kind of makeup looks they would be creating for the shows mm. how do they match it for the outfits for the brand's aesthetic mm -hmm. because David Coma for example was a lot more like powerful he had like sharp eyebrows nude lip Liners, like really right? dewy skin yeah mm. like um glitter on the eyes yeah and then for Amelia Wickstead, it was a lot more simple and Natural. classic and feminine. Yeah. And so you kind of go to see the makeup and what's happening behind the scenes. You might mm -hmm. go with a hair brand as well who will style mm -hmm. the models and do their hair. Yeah. So that's kind of more the beauty aspect of Fashion Week. And a lot of people get invited to go backstage with these makeup and beauty brands because yeah. they just have like so much representation and they want to be able to also showcase their expertise. products yeah. and their expertise. Yeah. But it's so difficult to see it when the show actually comes out because mm -hmm. you're looking at the clothes. Yeah. So going backstage allows you to see more the of the picture. beauty side of it and get the whole picture exactly yeah. and then from there you can also you know see what actually happens mm -hmm. like not only do you cover the looks mm -hmm. behind the shows and understand like the reasoning behind styling mm -hmm. but you can also see the madness that goes on behind and the management and like the how, management. how it's actually managed oh, or yeah, not 100%. managed sometimes you can tell really sometimes bad. they're really hectic models are running up and down from like practice to yeah. back to get their makeup touched up yeah to like eating at the same time or, yeah and sometimes it's really you know everything is properly organized mm -hmm. that's when they have a good management team Exactly. Yeah. And you can tell when shows are very, very late or when they're more or less on time. Yeah. It kind of has to do with that. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you go and they're literally rehearsing like five minutes before the show is going to start. Yeah. It's a bit crazy. But, but I guess so... that's how Fashion Week is. Actually, you saw, I feel like a lot of people saw this, but during Chanel, mm -hmm. somebody popped up onto stage and it must have been someone that was invited. 
and mm-hmm. I do not understand like how someone can be invited to a show like this and mm-hmm. then decide to go up on stage. She's actually a YouTube comedian. Oh, she from is? Paris. Oh no. And she's kind of known for doing these stunts. Then why was she invited? Was it planned? I I don't think it was planned. But I mean, if she was invited, they must have known that she was capable of doing something like that. Yeah, possibly. And it looked like she was dressed in the brand, so I don't know if she was really wearing the brand or something very similar. Maybe she, she was trying to, to blend boost. in. I don't know. I don't know if Chanel would do that, but that was, I don't think they would. No, I don't I, think I they think would. she went up to do, to do the same kind of thing for a lingerie brand. I don't remember oh, which really? one. But why do people invite her? I don't know. It's so rude. <laughs> I don't understand. I know. That was a bit shocking, actually. To, yeah. There's a lot of publicity around that, but mm-hmm. she's, I think she's kind of known for doing her, her stunts. P- publicity stunts, but it was a bit distracting from the overall Chanel show. Yeah, which is also, because usually I would say, oh, okay, that was all planned just to get more PR because mm-hmm. there's a lot of politics around yeah. PR and everything as yeah. well. Yeah. But for Chanel, I don't think they would don't do think this kind would. of thing. No, no. Because it's really not in their usual like sphere of PR activities. Yeah, and at the beginning, if you, if you look at the clip on YouTube, like mm-hmm. the Chanel Spring Summer 20 show, Mm-hmm. You'll see she gets up on stage and all the models are walking and mm-hmm. she kind of like walks with them and she's a bit shorter than all the others. <laughs> but no one's really like noticing anything. Yeah. And then she decides to turn around and go backwards oh, and then God. she knocks into Gigi. Oh yeah. And Gigi like pushes her off like you know, gracefully escorts her off the stage. Mm-hmm. She did so well. You can tell it wasn't planned. Yeah, she did really well. Because otherwise they would have let, let her continue to walk, but yeah. someone, you know, Gigi like escorted her off, so that was a publicity stunt for her, I would say. Because she went crazy. everywhere, online, on yeah, you know, but articles. Imagine making a living by destroying someone else's show yeah. or work and I don't know if she'll get invited to Chanel ever again I don't though. think she'll get invited <laughs> to, to anything unless they want to have more PR yeah you know what I mean like I don't understand that when people make a business out of these things mm-hmm. because I feel like karma's gonna go bite you in the butt mm-hmm. yeah. that's how I feel anyways I agree. let's move on <laughs> yeah so <next> question. <laughs> what what do you wear to shows so if you mm-hmm. have for example Rixo let's say you have Rixo mm-hmm. uh, what would you wear depending on if the brand dresses you or if they don't yeah, so it completely depends on the level and who you're going as. Mm-hmm. So for me, as an influencer mm-hmm. slash buyer, but mostly this season I went to the shows as an influencer, mm-hmm. I got dressed a few different ways. So I'll have brands that will send me clothes and gift yeah. me things. Yeah. So like I had Keytree Studio that sent me some pieces. They're mm-hmm. beautiful new brands, kind of mid-price point like Rixo. They weren't showing during the season, Mm -hmm. but they wanted to give me something to wear, Mm -hmm. and I love their clothes. So that you shoot content. So that I get content out of it and Mm -hmm. say, this is my street style look. So sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll wear brands that are not necessarily showing, but things that, you know, other brands gift me and Mm -hmm. I really love. And are also in line with the trends that are happening. Yeah, exactly. with the seasons. Because what you wear to shows is so important. It has to represent you and your taste. Yeah. But also you want to show that you're an industry expert and you know what's in and, yeah, basically what's going on in fashion because you don't want to wear something that's completely irrelevant. No. If you're going to shows and attending, most likely you'll be seen in the public eye. There are tons of photographers outside the shows Mm -hmm. and they're always looking to capture you either because... 
they like your style and they can see that's a common trend mm -hmm. and or then you'll appear in magazines people. like Vogue or Elle or mm -hmm. Marie Claire. I found Bianca in a magazine once when I was yeah, at the airport in Sweden. I know. That's so it funny. Didn't, it didn't credit you, but my mom actually yeah. saw it. She was like, isn't that Bianca? And I was like, no. It was a whole page. I, I can how that. I've never I gave it to you. There. Do you I have know, it here? Have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, wait, that is Bianca. And I've then, never even yeah. been there, and, I sent and they it found to you. my image. Yeah, I think they found it on Getty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. because I shoot a lot with Getty photographers as well, and when you, when Getty photographers shoot you, mm -hmm. especially during Fashion Week, they put, um, they put it up on their site, and it's kind of a known, yeah, basically, place. a known place mm -hmm. for uh -huh. editors to go and buy... Photos that photos. they can use in magazines for like the coming years when they yeah. write about different trends or stuff. Yeah. They can pick some. It's just pieces, an easy like, place, photos, exactly, yeah. especially for fashion week coverage. And the photographers get paid by doing this. So mm -hmm. if you're ever wondering why photographers are always waiting outside of shows and mm -hmm. snapping pictures and why they really want pictures of some people, is because they know that they can sell them on Getty, mm -hmm. and they can get they basically make a living out of it. Yeah, they can sell it to to articles and newspapers and mm -hmm. magazines, which. I think it's interesting to see what's going to happen with this kind of industry um, when magazines are completely irrelevant. I don't know if that will ever happen, mm -hmm. but imagine what would, you know, I think what would that they'll never be completely irrelevant because mm -hmm. even if they don't have print issues, they'll mm -hmm. be online. Yeah, yeah. But and still. a lot of articles, especially for Fashion Week coverage, mm -hmm. because they can't do a print issue the day to the next. Yeah. So, like, Marie Claire will have their online article come out about. Fashion Week street style day mm -hmm. one, right after day one just happened. Yeah, because they can pick the pieces. And then so, they'll talk about yeah. the trends instantly. So they have editors who are on it, who do it right away, and it's all done digitally. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it will ever be completely irrelevant, to mm -hmm. be honest. I'm just thinking that they could start picking up pictures from like social media and stuff. Yeah. So that would be interesting true. to see. I feel like everything around us is constantly changing anyways, but it's just interesting to see like the small changes in the fashion industry. Yeah, definitely. You can definitely notice season after season there are small changes that happen. Yeah. But so, okay, going back to getting dressed, mm -hmm. and that's why it's important because of the coverage that you'll get. Mm -hmm. um, you can get dressed by brands who gift you, also PR loans. Yeah. So sometimes um, I'll go to a showroom and I'll pick out pieces that I would love to wear to shows, mm. um, whether it's a designer that's showing or not. It just depends what what like my taste is. Mm -hmm. So you can do that. Also, you can get invited by a brand to wear their piece. Mm -hmm. So for example, for London Fashion Week, I went to an event, which was like a private event, not a show, but it was for the kickoff of London Fashion Week. It was a couture brand called Gunnel. Mm -hmm. And they did a really beautiful event at Annabelle's. Mm -hmm. And because it was an event for them and their new collection, they styled everyone who was invited in one of their couture dresses. Mm -hmm. So everyone got a different one. So I got to pick the one that I wanted. It was very cute. It was really cute. Like yeah. beautiful burgundy feathers and mm -hmm. rhinestones How did and you lace sit in details. It? it was not the most comfortable dress, but yeah. it was gorgeous. Yeah, I it mean, was it's beautiful. couture, so it's always like that. You have to be really careful be with so it. I'm so scared to get something on there. I know, but... Oh, God. I mean, all the food that we had was very, like, petite. And okay, so it, there was no, <laughs> like, sauce or no anything. No sauce, yeah, nothing like that. That's important during Fashion Week. Don't eat anything with sauce. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Pro tip. <laughs> yeah, otherwise your outfit for the day. It's gone, girl. But, yeah, so you can get invited by the brand. And mm -hmm. so a lot of, like, influencers you see who go to shows, like Dior, Louis Vuitton, and things like that, things, yeah. they're lent pieces from the brands mm -hmm. specifically to wear because, like, that, especially if they're seated 
seated front row, yeah. they're seen in the brand's new collection pieces. So they're yeah. not always gifted. Most of the time, it's loan pieces. Yeah, nearly for everyone. Nearly I mean, for, for everyone. even the biggest influencers, yeah. it's all loans. Exactly. Unless maybe they get like an accessory or something like that, or some mm-hmm. makeup. But it's usually just loans. But. Yeah, because they want they want some attention and some street style coverage mm-hmm. of people, of their guests, wearing their collection. Yeah. Because it makes more sense if you're a big brand and you invite people to your show, you want most of them, or the people who are important at least, mm-hmm. to be seen wearing your pieces. Yeah, exactly. What styles are you loving now for spring, summer 20? Like, okay, what are so, the things that you had picked out? So first thing I would like to point out, which I think 95% of shows have showcased, and you'll agree with me is yeah. the 70s trend yeah yeah, yeah. lots of high-waisted of yeah bold colors yeah, yeah I love shoulder it. pads love it it's still going all of strong. that is still going strong it's very you yeah it's very me i love this kind of style it's perfect mm-hmm. i wish i was in the 70s <laughs> <laughs> i love the colors but sometimes yeah. for me the padding on the shoulders is a bit too much i love it the bigger the padding oh there was a show ah. which one was it now balenciaga oh yeah their show was insane it was during yeah, paris was fashion cool. week it was all set in like an electric blue background mm-hmm. and then each piece that came off the runway was exaggerated and I think it was so cool how they did it because yeah it might not be the most wearable it's it looks more like couture but it wasn't couture fashion week mm-hmm. but everything was just over exaggerated that it made the show really cool and really powerful mm-hmm. so you saw all like the big trends basically on the models you had like the exaggerated shoulders, humongous. You had big puffy, like what are they called, like puffer coats? Yeah, yeah. But huge puffer coats. They were so on big. The male models that they almost covered your face. I don't even know how you'd wear that, but it's cool. I mean, I don't know if they would sell exactly that. To I feel be like they probably make one of them and then they create yeah. different ones. And then they for create selling. more commercial pieces to yeah. sell. That's also why shows are more of a like publicity show. thing. It's like a show. It's a show. It's like a um, circus show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the attention. It's yeah, for the for the PR actually. The PR of it, and then what they actually sell are not always the pieces that they'll show in, mm-hmm. you know, in the show. They make it a lot more commercial. Mm-hmm. So PR versus sales, kind of. Yeah. So that was a really cool one. Um, we both went to the show Awake Mode in oh, London. Yeah. It was very. Be- uh, what am I saying? Uh, Bottega. Yeah, it was very Bottega inspired, which yeah. a lot of designers are going for because it's really, mm-hmm. it's minimal, but it's cool. Very structured. It's relaxed. Yeah. You ha- you see like very neutral color palettes, like beige, yeah. cream brown it's all of the very beige. commercial and wearable mm. i like that that show is really wearable like you could yeah, it was. you could put yourself in any of those clothes coming down the runway most of it yeah yeah and the shoes we're still seeing like square pointed shoes mm-hmm. uh what else like accessories are a big thing yeah yeah i would say like Bags. it's the bottega effect the Bags bottega effect yeah have basically bottega veneta just made the whole trend of accessories yeah even bigger and it doesn't even have to be designer luxury accessories no it's just the style of a lot of quilting for. yeah a, a lot, lot of quilting. quilting was a big trend yeah um the show some shows that i loved was amelia wigstead i love Amelia. that wigstead. one was just the most beautiful it was all about volume and bold electric colors so you would see like mm-hmm. a full yellow dress or a completely purple dress mm. and you guys should watch their runway show on youtube mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it it's because beautiful. it was just so beautiful to watch every like dress that was coming down the runway felt like a cloud bouncing it's one of my favorite designers because yeah. i feel like it's exactly my style yeah i mean yeah not everything it started with like wearable pieces yeah and then it went to really bold like fun mm-hmm. outfits but i like a few of them was a it was a purple one that was like a lilac purple and it felt like a, a 
cloud, literally the puffiest <laughs> leaves. I don't know. Have you? I don't know if you've seen it on my Instagram. No, I don't. I didn't see your story. But if you go to my London Fashion Week highlights, yeah, then you'll be able to see all the shows. And so that dress was one of my favorites. It was just walking down the runway like a bouncing cloud, literally. <laughs> With the biggest sleeves ever. I just have so many stories. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, here. Out here. Oh, yeah, but I love it. It's Humongous very sleeves. And the models were very minimal with their hair tied up. It's so beautiful. I love, I love Amelia mm. Wickstead. I could wear every single one of her pieces. I'm not joking. I would wear all of yeah. this. And they did a lot of, like, color blocking. So mm -hmm. It's more edgy. Yeah, it's a bit more edgy. Because usually she's very, very girly, but it's a bit more edgy this time. Yeah. Everything was like bold colors, basically. Yeah. Another one that I loved was Simone Rocha. And oh, that yeah. was my London Fashion Week highlight, which was the perfect ending for me yeah. for London Fashion Week. First things, it was at Alexandra Palace, which so I've never far. been to, but it's in North London. Yeah. And when you go to the, I don't even know, it's called the Palace, I guess. But when you go up, you can see the entire view of London above. Yeah, yeah. It's just so it's beautiful. beautiful yeah. And it was um, in like an old church that mm -hmm. was kind of abandoned. There was, there was no use of it, but it was just really gorgeous for the scene mm -hmm. i was also sat so like there was me there was one person in front of me and then mm -hmm. there was anna wintour that's so cool and i that was like you're yeah, like hey, an amazing moment i couldn't even believe it i've seen you didn't even so watch many the show. people i recognized <laughs> <laughs> you just of watched course. anna wintour and saw what she was smiling at yeah i saw what she liked yeah she was oh, really? so discreet she was just like doing her, nodding her head a little bit yeah yeah not much but yeah, that was just a really cool experience. Mm. I saw Alexa Chung at that show as oh, well. Really? I saw lots of buyers that I recognized. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else did I see? I saw Brian Boy. I mm -hmm. saw Susie Bubble. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of people in the fashion industry that you would have heard of. Yeah. They were all there. So the clothes were all about. They were very feminine mythical. but edgy at the same time. Yeah, very mythical mm -hmm. with super intricate details. I love that curls. about these fashion weeks. Yeah, layers of lace was like one lace. of my favorite. Oh trends. yeah, layers of lace was a big trend, definitely. And mesh layers as well, like mm -hmm. mesh layers and lace layers, sparkly accessories, mixed mm -hmm. colors, patterns. Yeah, those are the favorite trends I'm taking on to next yeah. season. Same for me. Mm -hmm. All right, that was our fashion week rundown yeah that's yeah everything that we've been through fashion week you can see them as well like i put all my highlights up for mm -hmm. Lo i did london milan, milan and yeah. paris yeah so yeah they were just really fun and i think that these shows were some of the most inspired that i am for spring summer 20 yeah i feel like now it's I'm actually ready. yeah i'm ready i'm ready for spring summer ready we for don't even need season. winter i'll skip it <laughs> yeah I'll skip it. <laughs> I, yeah i feel like <laughs> i'm Done. ready for spring summer now because Me too especially in buying and when you go to shows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Autumn winter, which is happening right now and which yeah. new pieces have come in already, I feel like I've seen it since February. Yeah. And now I feel like, okay, I'm ready for the next season. Me too. And we're going to be doing a little bit of a different setup now on mm -hmm. our podcast. Um, we wanted to do every second week, mm -hmm. so twice a month. And we also wanted to do more women in business podcasts. So, like, everything we're going to do is going to be very much informative. And everything's just going to be more focused on helping you guys. Exactly. We'd rather give you more, like, really well done, informative videos yeah. than just doing, like, a catch-up on our life. Yeah, yeah. So, we're switching things up a little bit. Yeah. Each episode is going to be really curated to different topics that yeah. we feel like will really help you guys mm -hmm. or make a difference or give you some information. Yeah. And then we'll be having our interviews with guest speakers. Yeah. 
along the way. Just for you to have a little bit more of an insight into the industry. Mm-hmm. And we want to share different points of views as well. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. we're also super busy. And we need to make sure that the content is good for you guys. But we also need to make sure that we're happy with everything we're putting out. And we're mm-hmm. not just putting stuff out for the sake of it. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's what we've been thinking about recently. Mm-hmm. So whenever we have topics coming up, we'll let you guys know. And you can send yeah. us questions you have as well. Yeah, or anyone so you want really on helpful. the pod. Yeah. yeah. So let us know. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.